recording. Holy shit, I am not ready. Oh my god, what are you doing? Uh, I have to find gum. There's gum in there. You I hope grab so. Grab it. Oh, thank god my breast smells. Need gum. This is the good stuff right there, that Commodore Perry shit. Dude, what the hell is happening? That's not gum. Commodore Perry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Break Room Bullshit. I'm Dave, and this is Gable. We're here. We just finished watching uh, this week's AEW. Yeah. That's not true at all. We yeah, saw it, it live. I'll tell them. We saw it. Oh. We saw it live. Wait. Yeah, we just saw it live. 37. Baby. All right. So far, it's been a bunch of nothing. This is break room bullshit, and I'm Gable. And this no, is, what are you talking this about? This is Dave. This, no, we've been on here for 46 seconds. 48, 9, So if you're just seven. like, man, we've only been on here for 15 seconds, and Gable's a piece of shit. I didn't say 15. I said 37. Yeah, that means there was 15 seconds after that oh. when I said that. <laughs> oh, yeah. all right. Um, Time for our AEW dynamite review week week four this is week four week four of the big show yeah this is another one that we went to this so we went it. to the first one and the fourth one this was live from pittsburgh pennsylvania yeah gable and i went separately i went with my lover he went with his uh <laughs> significant other and ashley <laughs> i don't know what that means uh, leave it to the imagination i suppose Dude, nolan's fun i like nolan nolan's a good time yeah I'm going to babysit Nolan now. All right. It's fun. As long as he doesn't have, like, seizures, it's fine. What, does he have those? He does from time to time. What do you do? Uh, I don't know. You're like, bite down on this fucking cinnamon stick, and you're like, good tell luck. Him, tell him to stop. <laughs> what if he says no? <laughs> you hit him. <laughs> really? Yeah, you yeah. knock the seizure right out of him? You knock the teeth out of him. Oh, my God, that's fucked up. That's not going to cure a seizure. <laughs> going to make his teeth feel empty. Oh, boy. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, so before we even start reviewing this AEW Dynamite, we're gonna review this week's episode of Peppa Pig. We're gonna talk about where we are, where we are standing after the uh, Tuesday night, the Tuesday, uh, the, the the AEW Dark. Well, can't we reveal or who who gets the points as we're reviewing it? Oh, after AEW Dark. No, never mind. I see what you're saying. Mm. I wasn't listening thoroughly. Uh huh. Yes. Shocking. It's not shocking. I do this shit all the time. No. So, after AEW... Okay, first of all, let me just say that I think I'm... I didn't even come up with this idea, and I feel like I'm way in the, more into this than Gable even. It's like he doesn't even care about this draft. Well... That's all I, I'm saying. Dude, I think while I'm watching it live, I'm going to care even less because I'm just into what's going on. Such an asshole. I think while we're watching it together, and we can figure... Because like, I, I couldn't even remember who I had as the matches were going, and you were texting me, and you are like, ha you have no points. I'm like, oh, I wasn't great. even sure if I had anyone in the match, so thank you. So after AEW Dark, uh, the standings was Dave had... Dave EW had 40 points. Is that and, like your... That's your promotion, huh? Yeah. Wait, is it a promotion or a faction? I can't remember. It's uh, my promotion. And whatever Gables is... Mine's Chaos. Gable also has 40 points, so we were tied after AEW Dark. Mine's Chaos, because it's like a faction, but not really. Yeah, we were tied after AEW Dark. Nice. Tied. Probably didn't go well going forward for me. 40 to 40. All right, so now let's talk AEW. AEW Dynamite. Okay, here's what, here's the plan. We're going to review the AEW Dark matches, but we're not going to say who won because we don't fucking spoil shit for people on this. So people listening to this probably haven't watched AEW Dark because they weren't there. So we'll talk about the matches, but we're not going to spoil who wins. 
No spoilers. And yeah. I need to put your dicks away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. What does that mean? I don't even know. I just wanted to be vulgar. I like vulgarity. Yeah, but it's not it's not cool because I'm just being vulgar just to be vulgar. It needs to be funny. Yeah, you really have you been watching South Park? No. I watched the last I'm on I've watched four episodes, like, dude, this season's like, I don't know, it's okay. It is nowhere near as good as it's been. The only good one I had was the China one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's just me because like I find all this weed stuff to be like not funny and boring now because it's like Every episode is just about Randy and his weed, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, let's move on to something else. Yeah. I see what you're saying. The last episode was about Randy and his weed again. No way. Yeah, yeah. I see. Dude, I definitely see what you're saying then. Yeah. Tegard Farms. All right, so anyway, the first match we had. You better remember that. I hope you remember this shit as, as I'm bringing it. Hopefully, it comes back to you as we talk about it. Yeah, I. I mean, the show did I, just happen. So. I didn't rewatch this, obviously. All right, so the first match was. QT Marshall and the Librarian versus Sonny Kiss and Dustin Rhodes. Now, this was the first appearance of QT Marshall, which was teased in the Being the Elite that he would be a... Uh... Yeah, well, no, it wasn't Being the Elite. Dude, yeah. Wait. No, I think it was Dark last week. Yes. Yeah, they mentioned that he was going to be wrestling. Because it was from, like... It was unde- that from undesired, Undesirable, uh... Undeniable. Undeniable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just realized, especially this match, I'm going to have so little input... Because this was the first match where fireworks went off. All right. Or maybe it was just the lights. It was the lights. No yeah. one was freaking out about the lights. And I'm like, I, dude, I'm like, I'm just not even paying attention. Like when people are clapping, I'm like, okay, look, you got to clap now. And I was trying to get him into it. So that's adorable. He, I mean, dude, by, by the end of the show, when other people will, he got tired at a certain point, but at a certain point he was just clapping when other people were, he was like just reacting with fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was, uh, he was having he a was good time. He was participating. He was having a good time to a degree. I don't That's think he good. understood what was happening, but whenever everyone went, ooh, he'd be like, oh, that, he got hurt. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he did. That's funny. So we have uh, QT Marshall Librarian versus Sunny Kiss and Dustin Rhodes. I don't really have anything about this match. It was a match. I mean, we got to see QT Marshall for the first time. Librarian is still doing his thing. They are keeping the librarian on AEW Dark since he hasn't been that popular and people don't seem to like him, so they haven't even had him on Dynamite once yet. Yeah. So. Dude, I am um, fucking Peter Avalon. Someone said this on Observer. I forget who it was. but they like, I agree that the, the gimmick just isn't working for me, but like Peter Avalon himself, I'm like, dude, there's something there with the dude. It's just not this. I agree. I um, actually... Last minute with the sale today, I bought a Peter Avalon meet and greet because I was like, I want to meet him. I don't care. Yeah. So. All right. Um, okay. So that was it for the for the. There was only there's only one match before the show. So the main show starts and they did something different this time, which was interesting. They didn't do their normal like opening and fireworks and all that. Like the show just came on and the match was starting with Private Party and yeah, Lucha dude. Bros. I was I was confused. I was like because I was telling Nolan to cover his ears for fireworks and they never came. Yeah. So it was interesting. It was different. I didn't I didn't mind at all. I was wondering if there's a reason why they did it. I'm not sure. Um. um but I mean, it was interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I got nothing. I had a, I had a fear that they just weren't gonna do. Well, I wouldn't say fear, but a concern that they weren't gonna do them the whole show because I know sometimes like you have to get permits with the to buildings do stuff and like stuff. That. Yeah, and I thought maybe that that's why they just wanted to come to an action. Yeah. All right, so we had Private Party versus the Lucha Brothers, which was a uh, second round match for the uh, the tag title tournament. Yeah, I actually yeah. watched this. 
if you count the live viewing, I've watched this match three times. It's a lot. Once under the request of Dave, and then once I, I rewatched later, just as as a whole when I got home. So I'll give my my thoughts on this match first, and you can go. Um, as we were sitting there watching it, like right, like dude, right at the beginning of the match, there's a spot where one of the Lucha Brothers drops down, and Mark Quinn just kind of like awkwardly stops moving, and then just steps over top of him, and then just like doesn't move, and it was really like obvious. Um, that one stood out, and then there was a couple other botches that and some some timing issues, and me me and Tito were just like would like look at each other and we're like, dude. And and there were other people too. Like I remember one point, someone was like, "Dude, what was that?" Like just kind of like talking about now. Now for me, I only noticed this stuff like maybe for the first two minutes of the match, the first couple minutes. And I was when I was talking to Tito, I was like, "I wonder if it's like the timing and, and the in the issues are because like I, I haven't seen them wrestle the Lucha Brothers. The Lucha Brothers obviously don't speak English. There's obviously you know a a universal language you use for wrestling for calling spots and stuff. But maybe the uh, there was just communication issues when it first started. They got used to each other, and that's why the rest of the match was fine. Um, so we were kind of thinking about that. But there was definitely some issues in the beginning. And I noticed watching it on TV that AEW did a great job of covering up most of it with just their cuts and their angles and stuff. So it was nowhere near as noticeable on TV. Um, and and for me, it, no, it, it kind of seemed like it was mostly private party that was having the problems. And also I noticed this last week, but I didn't mention it to you when we were like recording, but... As I or even as we watched it, I mean, like sometimes Mark Quinn just like looks like he just moves in slow motion. There was a spot yeah. last week, remember where he did like a dive to the outside and he had like no like momentum and he just kind of ran just dived. Yeah, like he just looks. It's really weird the way he moves sometimes. Like he's just moving in slow motion. He's like, sometimes. He's, well, he's he's tall and very like yeah. lengthy, and sometimes it just he doesn't need to run fast. He just needs like a few strides. Yeah. to do stuff. So he doesn't necessarily have to do it fast. He just has to move his. Uh, he has big quick. strides. He, yeah. he he wrestles like uh, like uh, Commander Riker walks. Like, Every, everyone not, gets that reference. Like, everyone, even you. <laughs> I understand. No, you don't. No, I don't. But you know what it is? It's like how giants, whenever you see giants walking, their walks are really slow, or their steps are really slow. Is that accurate, though? Like, if you, <laughs> if you were to see I an actual this, giant. I only brought this up because I know we argued about it one time. Really? Yes. Because I, I think it's bullshit. You know why I think it's bullshit? You remember how in movies in space, everyone in space moves in fucking slow motion in yeah. space? They move like this. But in real life, people in space just move fucking normal because there's no resistance at all. So why would they move slow? Mm-hmm. Like, people don't actually move slow in space. They just did in movies and TV. No one moves like that in space. <laughs> so it's just a misconception. So I think it's bullshit. Why would they move slow just because they're big? Yeah. Doesn't make any damn sense. No, not, not at all. Unless they move slow because they're big and they're moving carefully. They're just moving slow because they're moving carefully. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, this match, I like this match a lot. I thought it was great, even though I thought it like started off kind of rough. I thought the match was really, really good. There were some really cool fucking spots. There was a spot where I think um, either Mark or Isaiah, they did this weird move Kind of like they were going to roll up their partner, but they did it to move him out of the way of a hit, which was really cool. That was awesome. There was just a lot of really cool double team, double team spots in this match. I can't specifically remember most of them, but uh, I thought the match was great. I liked it a lot. Yeah, whenever I uh, rewatched it uh, on the TNT app, it, they definitely came across, like, the entire match, like, everyone was going nuts for it. Came across, yeah. Like, it, it didn't seem like anyone was, I don't know. I was in and out for a second. Do you remember any specific spots that were really cool? 
Mm. Uh, I always like the one where like uh, the the one they, they uh, her Karana into like a a, a cutter. A cutter, yeah. Dude, how about I, the second time whenever part. fucking he reversed it? Yeah. The second time he went for the move, I think it was Pentagon like reversed it. It was really fucking cool. Yeah. Was that the one he reversed into a he reversed something into a Canadian destroyer, which was awesome. Oh, dude, what what the fuck was that? Yeah, I can't remember I what remember. the fuck it was. It was really dude, cool. Dude, every time I watched it, I was like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, that the match is awesome. Everyone, should, if you're gonna watch anything from the show, just watch that match. It was really good. Dude, I I heard I heard some uh some behind the scene insight about the Lucha Brothers. It's kind of funny. What is it? Um, it's from uh, obviously most of my inside and for all of my inside information comes from Wrestling Observer. Um, but you guys don't pay for that. That's why you're listening to us. Yeah, we're free. I don't pay for it either. Um, That's bad. You're bad. <laughs> um, but the Lucha Brothers, you know how Alvarez, I don't know if you were listening whenever he was complaining about this, how he, he's been complaining about how like the, the, the tags aren't very clear, like the tag rules aren't very clear, and people will just get in and, in and out of the ring like whenever they want. Well, he better not ever complain about New Japan, otherwise he's a douchebag hypocrite. This is nowhere near as bad as New Japan is. New Japan right. is nuts with their tags. Anyway, so he's been complaining about this. He's like, I just want to know the rules. I don't care what the rules are. I just want to know what they are. Um, and he he said that they did significant like they like the entire show. He didn't see anything wrong except the Lucha Brothers just kind of did whatever they wanted. But apparently, the Lucha Brothers have this like thing that they do where they just kind of do whatever the fuck they want, and they'll play the uh, I don't I like the no habla inglés like card. That's pretty funny. Just, just, just so they can do whatever the fuck they want. That's I pretty thought, funny. I thought that's that's. Uh, I mean, it sucks if you're trying to like keep your rules together. I mean, well, all you gotta do is just have them do it, and the commentators pointed out. The the only reason, the only reason you're having all this shit happen, where like the, like people will do one thing with the rules and other people will do other things with the rules, is because all these dudes are wrestling for like. Who are wrestling for like a bunch of different promotions where there are a bunch of different rules, and now you have them all coming together to one show. Dude, what the fuck? Are, I don't understand what any of this is. What do you mean? Though, like, what does he mean? I want to know what the rules are. It's a tag match. The rules are the fucking same for everyone. The only difference in AEW is their count is twenty instead of ten. The tag rules are the same for every fucking promotion. Yeah, but he's talking about how people just kind of tornado themselves in. It's not like because they have different rules. Right. Well, I well, I mean, Triple I guess they just kind of do tornado wherever. Just yeah, I mean, they have that. different rules for everything in Lucha, like for Lucha, for Lucha, like so there are different rules. Yeah, for one promotion in a different country, for Mexico, yeah, WWE is the same, Ring of Honor is the same, fucking AEW is the same, New Japan's the same. I don't understand you mean different tag rules. It's a tag match. And I don't really notice any of these things. To be yeah, I don't know what he's talking. I don't either. I want to know what the rules are. Grab that rope and tag, baby. That's the fucking rules. Yeah. I do wish that every single promotion would enforce the tag uh, the tag rope more. Yeah. I think it's a cool little thing that I don't even know why it's there half the time. Yeah, I don't even know, like, why you wouldn't. I don't know, like, like what's it hurting? I My issue is, like, not that I don't know what the rules are because they're, they're obvious. My issue is that no one enforces the fucking rules, especially with tag matches. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and it's kind of like your issue is that you're not going to have all these cool spots and awesome double team moves whenever you only have a 10 count. So I, I get why they just like are so lenient, but it's like, why have them if you're not going to enforce them? Right. 
You know what I mean? Like... Yes, yes. Alright, I'm done talking about this match. It was a really good match. I liked it a lot. It was terrible. Whatever. I liked it a lot. Bitch. Yeah, do you remember the other week? Oh, no, this, this was something... I don't know. Um, so, SCU and... Uh, Dark Order up next. So, uh, Gable had Private Party. I had oh, the Lucha yes. Brothers. So, I got 20 points for this one. So, it made Dave happy. Nice. Yeah, and then next we had a Wardlow Vignette. Vignette, Vignette, whatever it's called. Yes. Did, it showed a nice did, little Wardlow. You didn't rewatch thing. the show, did you? No. Yeah, so I was, uh, I, I thought Wardlow might debut here, but he didn't. Yeah, I was I was kind of surprised. I mean, they already have Britt Baker doing the hometown thing. Yeah, you don't want two people doing the hometown thing. That's Plus, true. he's probably going to be a heel anyway. So, oh really? Well, he seemed kind of healy. I don't. I've never watched him, so I don't know. I mean, whenever I saw him at IWC, he was over as fuck. But oh really? As a face. Yeah, it's hard to tell. They might just make him like they could do either way with the monster thing, like make him a heel or a face. All right, next up we have SCU versus Dark Order in this tag tournament. Um, I, I believe you have Dark Order and you have half of SCU. So I was yeah. just like, whatever. I'm hoping <laughs> for SCU so I can get half of it too. Um, but this was the match where... Um, I get points for Christopher Daniel still, right? Yeah. Um, this is the match where I believe where Jericho in the inner circle showed up, right? Yeah. Yeah. We- they pick probably one of the best matches to do that, in my opinion, is because, like, whenever Lucha Brothers came out last week, and they jumped SCU, it kind of got a little clear to anyone who's watching that they're setting up for the finals to be yeah Lucha Brothers versus SCU. So everyone kind of already knew what the results of this were, all right? I mean, they had good Yeah, remember, spots. this is why I picked who I picked last week, because I thought it'd be that final. Yeah. So, um... Well, oh, fuck, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so, I mean, they had a bunch of good spots, but they didn't really have to do much storytelling in the ring. I think I know where you're going with this. So it was good to do that. I, I, I kind of already made my point. Oh. Is that they did that during this match. What are you going to say? No, I the way you said like you knew you knew who was gonna win anyway. He so. was gonna win anyway, so why yeah. not have the distraction come in while yeah. while that match is going on? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have a bunch of guys who are like not getting paid attention to, and that I mean, I, I guess that kind of sucks, but I mean, I don't know. People already probably are, some people might complain that it was uh, predictable the outcome, but. All anyone remembers is Jericho coming in. I mean, if you're gonna have a predictable outcome, and you're gonna do the Jericho thing. Why not then? That right. Makes sense. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, I think the complaint's dumb. Like, I get what you're, I get not you, I get what people are saying. Like, oh well, doing this during the match is gonna take away from the match, and it's like, I mean, sacrifices have to fucking be made. People have to lose too. Okay. Yeah. You're not gonna look as good when you lose, are you? I mean, no, but like people have to lose, so it's like, yeah, they're not getting as much attention, but you're, you're fucking putting, you're doing, you're telling a story. With yeah. the inner circle, so they had to sacrifice, you know, the, all the attention that match to help those for the inner circle. It happens. I mean, you already have the story for SCU going that yeah that they're go that they need to get revenge on the uh, Lucha Brothers or whatever. So I mean, the story's already set up with them. You don't need to do anything further with them. I mean, it's just they're it's just they're it's, they're they're telling the story. It's like sorry, SCU and uh, you know Dark Order. 
I mean, people are complaining that the Dark Order suck anyway, so who cares to them? Who cares if you took away from their fucking match? Dude, I hope we never record, like, days after a show again. I'm, I'm like, trying to remember a thing or, like, have insight on anything. I'm just, like, I feel like I'm lost. Really? <clears throat> Feels like I'm grabbing ideas out of, it, like, a grab bag and, like, trying to put explanations to them. No. I think it feels like you're in one of those little air things that blows stuff around and you're trying to grab a hold of an idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's more accurate, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, so, um, so Inner Circle came out and they were up in like one of the, uh, the, the private or those VIP booth area things or whatever. And they were just, they were just like, dude, they were constantly just doing shit. Like the whole fucking they time. Like, I think Sammy or one of them had their own like camera and they're just like recording shit that they're doing up there. They were constantly doing stuff up there. So, um. He was probably, I wonder if he was recording anything just for his vlog. Yeah. He has a, that vlog. That's a good question. I forgot about his blog. Yeah. His vlog. That, dude, I hear it's really good, too. All right, so SCU won. So me and Gable both got some points on that one. So SCU won in advance for the more, final. I got more points? No, I didn't. No, you just, we both got 10 because we each had a member of SCU. Still down by 20. Yeah. Fuck. You right. need the outcome already, huh? What's that? You need the outcome already. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably lost. So, there I'm was... assuming I lost. Jericho and... Yeah, they were up there the whole next match, too, I believe. They were up there a long time. Because the next match was Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega. Um, And they were... Yeah, they were still up there the whole match. But this match was... Yeah, I believe you have both of them here. So, I was like, whatever. This does nothing <laughs> for Dave. So, you're getting something no matter what. So, uh, unless there's a draw, of course. So, Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega. I don't know. You have Draws any... don't happen that often. So, I'm yeah. not worried about that. Yeah, especially in this. Uh, yeah, so did you have any uh, anything you remember about this match? Like, I don't. I mean, this match, nothing. It was a good match, and I enjoyed it, but nothing like stood out, like mind blowing or anything. I thought their first match was better. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I like this match a lot. I, th- I, I really like the thing that Joey, because Joey Janela apparently has been trying to get like in shape, like he's been hitting the gym hard. So, and he's trying to be more. I guess. I guess. Technical, more of a wrestling style. He's trying to add more wrestling and not just be a, a hard, hard. Well, good for him. Yeah. I mean, not only is it gonna make so you can do more and be an all around better wrestler, yeah. gonna add years onto your fucking career if you're not just doing hardcore stuff. Yeah, that's pro- dude. That's probably why they have him going up against Kenny because uh, the more repetition that you get with other guys, the better you get. Yeah. And Kenny's one of the best. He's one of the best around. This is gonna ever bring him down. So the winner to this was what Kenny Omega won. Yeah, do you know what I who I can't stop seeing when I like from certain angles when I I look at uh, Joey Janela? For some reason, I see Edge. Huh. I don't know why. Like sometimes I'll just see him like running the rope, and I'm like, oh, dude, he looked like Edge coming off the rope there huh. or something. The rated R superstar. Yeah. Edge. What he used to do is spear. Is that his? Yeah, he did a spear. Yeah. Dude, you should watch. Uh... It was the first night of the tag tournament. It was uh, the Birds of Prey versus El Fantasmo and Ishimori. The match was really good. Really good. But, dude, there's a fucking... Where are the Birds of Prey? Is that Osprey? Yeah. Yeah. Robbie Eagles. Dude, there's a spot where El Fantasmo is doing his rope walk. And for the record, like, only heels should do rope walks, in my opinion. Why? Because it does nothing but show off and make you look good. Be cocky. Like, there's no, like, reason to do it as a wrestler. Because yeah. to walk around, like, to get up there, yeah. like, Undertaker would get up, walk real quick, and then jump and hit, okay? Whatever. He's walking, like, a foot, right? But whenever you're walking around the ring, like, that's a cocky heel move. Like, it does long, nothing. long rope walks. 
Like, I could see Osprey doing something where he gets up in the corner, walks to the middle, and then does yeah. a flip and yeah, throws that makes Well, plus, yeah, he's using the leverage of the ropes to do a flip. Right. But, like, there's no logical reason to do it, so the only reason you would do it is to be a dick and show off. Right. So only Hill should do it. So El Fantasma is doing his rope walk that he always does. He's walking all the fucking way around. He, like, stops and, like, bounces and jumps back up. And then there's one part where he's on the rope, and then Robbie Eagle gets up on the tur- on the uh, apron, and El Fantasma's like, no, no. And he runs, and fucking he dives to hit him, and El Fantasma jumps over him and lands back on the rope and avoids the dive. Shit. He, I think he went to kick him or something. It was really cool. Good timing. Yeah, it was really well done. But the match was also really good, so you should watch it. It's the only match from these first couple shows that I think that you should check out. It's really good. Anyway. Is that, uh, what's the date on that one, do you know? It's, well, the, it's, it's the first night of the Junior Tag League. Okay. How many nights in are they? I don't fucking know. They're doing VODs. I'm not watching any of those. Okay. They've so only had two actual live two, shows. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, and then they're going to do three more live shows and that's it for it. But I'm not watching any of the VODs. Yeah, VODs. <laughs> the VODs are killer, bro. No, thank you. So, Omega won that match, and uh, unfortunately, Gable got 20 points. Fuck you. Oh, we're tied now. Yeah. Okay, so next up we have the Cody promo. So, Cody comes out, and uh, he starts cutting up. Uh, It's uh, the Cody segment. We're on the Cody segment. We had a commercial just now, didn't we? Um, What happened was we were talking, then our sponsor interrupted us and said, Hey, you got to cut to a commercial. Like... Yeah, yeah, our our fucking manager uh, Jerry over here, our our uh, what, what, producer I should say, our manager, our, our producer Jerry was was talking in our ears, telling us to go to break. Our manager's in our ears. But he didn't turn his mic on. Fucking idiot. So we didn't know the break was coming, and he just went sent us to break. So here we are. Here we are on break. Well, I mean, Jerry. we're not on break. We're back from break. Though. Back from break. Yeah. Break room BS is back from break. Oh, it's, I see what you did there. I don't what what I do. Yeah, you you took our name and you imply applied it to the break that we already had. So that it was a complete like, accident. Wow, that was a complete accident. Well, I'm done with this. I'm done with this now. Yes, did you get your coins with a K? Yes, I got my coins with a K. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, we, were we were talking, talking about, about the, the Cody promo. The Cody promo. So it's Cody like, so he gets in the ring, starts cutting his promo, and then Jericho gets on the mic and starts antagonizing him. Being a dick. This is summed summed up very, very yes generally. Yes, and then cut. Well, okay, be more specific, you penis. Oh, I no, I was saying it's good. I like. I don't want people to complain. And be like, well, what would he say? What would he do? So then Cody has a nice line where he says, "This isn't like other companies where there's an invisible wall, and I can't leave the ring here." What does that mean, Dave? I'm retarded. Help me. Guess. It means oh fuck! I'm getting my sweater on. Sorry, everyone. So basically, what it is. Is in WWE, they'll they'll do this all the time. There'll be someone in the ring, normally. Oh, a, dude, I know what I know what you're yeah. talking about. I know what you're they'll talking about. There'll be like a good guy in the ring, and then a bad guy comes out and he's on the ramp and he starts talking shit. And it's like, well, why doesn't good guy just go kick his ass? And there's like a joke, like the, the like smart fans and wrestlers say, oh, well, there's an invisible wall. They can't leave the ring because they can't go through the invisible wall. And it's like, well, why don't they? So Cody's like, there's not some invisible wall. I can just easily get out of this ring and come up there and kick your ass. Dude, I don't like all this knocking on WWE. It hurts my feelings. You're a jackass. This is, it's like they're TNA or something. You're a jackass. So it was, it was a great line and everyone pops. So then, so he was about to get out and then Jericho talks more. So then he's finally like, you know what? Fuck this. So he goes to get out of the ring. But he's smart. He's not going to go up there and get jumped by four guys. And Jericho points this out. 
So he starts calling people down. He didn't call anyone down. Uh, Dustin came down. People came out. He did not ask for assistance. He has friends. Unlike every baby face. He's not a geek. In the WWE. So Dustin comes down. And then, uh, who's the second one? We don't know who the surprise one was. It was MJF. MJF came down. And then the nice big surprise, DDP came out. Oh. No. I'm dyslexic. I got confused by the letters. Yeah. Yeah, DDP came out. So then all four of them go through the crowd. They go up to the VIP area. Then Jericho <laughs> shuts the door. It's like, I think it was a like glass door or something. Yeah, it was. A, it was a, uh, there was a window in it. Yeah, yeah. So then Cody just punches through the door and breaks with, the glass. With the help of MJF Scarf. Yes. Yes. And they, and they go after and they proceed to have this giant brawl through the concession stand and areas and throughout the arena. Cody, um, Cody shoves Jericho's head into a Dippin' Dot stand. Yeah. Dippin' Dot says that they're going to come out with a new flavor, Rocky Roads. Yes, yes. I like this. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Like, dude, the end of it was so funny when Jericho just kept showing the ticket and then they put it on his forehead. <laughs> dude, Jericho is so fucking great. He, he kept holding up his ticket because he had a ticket. Oh, Jericho is so fucking funny. Yeah, um, I enjoyed watching that, that uh, over again on my rewatch. Um, what do we have after this? I know I have IG screen. I don't know what that means. IG screen. Yeah, I took notes during the show real quick. I would put the finger so we remember when we were. IG screen. It's right after the, the the brawl, and it says Jericho is funny, and then it said IG screen. Uh, I know the Britt Breaker things after. Yeah, dude, I was watching it, and they put up a picture of her and Adam Cole together. Adam Cole was on AEW this week. What do you mean? Like on the Tron? Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. There's a picture of her, like, because during her thing, it was it was the Britt Baker package. Britt Baker was not next, but continue. Who was next then? Uh, Best Friends versus the Young Bucks was next. Completely forgot about that. All right. What's the IG screen then? I don't know. We're going to have to give up because I have no idea. I see. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so next up we have the Best Friends versus the Young Bucks, and I do believe uh, you have the Young Bucks, and I have the Best Friends. And I was watching it, I was like, I think Dave might be fucked here. Yeah, well, what's the score at this point? Are we tied? We're tied, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's the Best Friends versus the Young Bucks. Do you remember anything specific about this match that stood out to you, buddy? Uh, I like the, it was not really a promo, but the uh, acceptance of a challenge after. But we'll save that for after, I suppose. Yeah, the match itself, I don't know, it was a good match, it was fun, nothing really stood out, though. Uh, I like the, dude, I love the fact that they do the Okada, uh, the Okada Rainmaker oh, yeah, with camera the every time they do the hug. Well, the, the Bucks did the hug. It yeah, the Bucks funny. did the hugs, too, yeah. they did, they did the, the camera zoom twice, it was yeah. funny. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, dude, they use Orange Cassidy perfectly, like, there was a guy behind me, whenever Orange Cassidy came out, who said who was talking about how Orange Cassidy's annoying and shit? And then as the match, dude, whenever he hit the spot where he t- jumped from the top with his hands in his pocket, that same dude was fucking cheering for really? Orange. Yeah, I swear to God. Well, did you remember my initial concerns with Orange Cassidy was all his wrestling bullshit that pissed me yeah. off? Yeah, I've been very happy with how he's been used to the point where I'm get, I'm gonna meet him now at Starcast. I've decided he's being used great. I like him. He's funny. So I'm gonna meet him. The wrestler, the, they are not selling his his kicks. The Bucks did yeah, not sell yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it. They were just like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, this is perfect. I yeah. love it. I love it. Uh, so what happened after the match? 
Um, after the match, you have Matt getting a microphone and saying, Santana Ortiz, we accept. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be, is that, is that, that's at full gear? Oh, yeah. Hey, Dave, oh, yeah. Dave's get to see that gear. live. Oh, yeah. oh, trying yeah. to figure out what I'm doing for that. Let's tag along. Yeah. I mean, for watching it, I mean. Well, yeah, just come to the pay-per-view, I mean. Let's get a ticket. Yeah. Doing off stub up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't have the, the 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 loose change for that one right now. The chutzpah. Yeah. You also have to take off Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I Next might... up, we have Jamie Hader versus Britt Baker. Guess who has Britt Baker? This guy had Britt Baker on his run. Hi, Jamie Hader. I'm fucked. You're a liar. You didn't have her at all. Is she, like, officially on the roster now? or? I mean, she wasn't listed. She's B. Priestley's partner, apparently, in in stardom. Oh, really? Shimmer. One of those two? Whatever. Dude, how about B. Priestley does not have a meet and greet for sale, but she's listed to be at StarCast. She's the only one that I want this. I don't understand. Hmm. It's not even for sale, like, at all. And I'm like, she's on the list of people who's going to be there. What the fuck? This seems odd. Maybe, maybe she's, like, on a first-come, first-served basis. I think it might be one where she has her own table set up so they don't do, she doesn't do it through StarCast, yeah, like, selling them. I don't know. But, yeah, so Jamie, Jamie Hader versus Britt Baker. Uh, how did Britt Baker come out? She came out pretty... Uh... Dude, she came out with Stealing McBeam with her Steelers uh, dentist jacket and shit. My mom was cheering for her the whole fucking yeah? time. That's cute. Yeah. Dude, so keep in mind, this is Britt Obviously, Britt Baker's hometown. They come out with all the hometown stuff to get her a huge pop and everything. How do you feel about people saying it's cheap to, to, to do stuff like this? I think that... Um, I mean, I kind of agree. It is cheap. But I think it's more cheap if it's someone that's not over. She's already over anyway. If it's someone that's using it because they're not getting cheered, I think it's more it's more cheap. Like, Britt Baker's already over. All right, yeah. This is her hometown of Pittsburgh. Didn't she walk She's out first her... anyway, and then she brought him out afterwards? I think they walked out together. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't think they did. I disagree. Anyway. Um, How do you feel about it? I I do feel it's like one of those things where like if it's happening in my hometown I'm like yeah Britt Baker but if I'm seeing like if I watched it I'm like oh like this guy this, uh, CM Punk likes the Chicago Bulls or whatever I'm like yeah it's annoying it's one of those things where it's annoying when it's happening when it's not happening in your hometown well keep in mind I hate sports and I think the Steelers suck yeah and I was like oh that's dumb but I didn't it didn't bother me. Yeah. I was still like happy with it. If you're so. a logical person. Other, you you got your like fucking NXT marks out there who are just gonna be like, look how stupid it is that they're doing that. Even though Velveteen Dream came out with the fucking Toronto Raptors dance squad yeah. or whatever. I mean, if any if anyone's gonna gonna be pissed off about it, it's me because I hate the Steelers and I hate football. Yeah, I didn't didn't bother me. I still think you're a logical, rational person though. Yeah. Most, well, yeah, yeah, most yeah. wrestling fans are not. Well, I am logical, but it's like I'm a, I'm a good example of someone that like, should be upset, but I'm not because I'm not a douche. You're like a Vulcan if it was, like, emotional. I'm a human, then, is what you're telling me. Yeah, but no, but, like, yeah. <laughs> All Vulcans it, are humans without emotions. Yeah, but they aren't. 
He's logical, Captain. I like when you call me Captain. <laughs> I call you Big Daddy and you call me Captain. We need to... I know how we can get... Like, this is up to you because I, I do my fair share of AEW pushing on fucking Gideon. I'm trying to get, like, as many people on the on the boat as possible. He seems to like Chris Jericho. If you can sell funny bits about Chris Jericho to Gideon, he might be. we might be able to get him on board. I'll try. Yeah, so anyway, so Britt Baker came out, hometown. Um, she had a, a nice a nice match. It wasn't a squash. She had a nice, decent match, and she fucking won. And everyone was happy, and it was great, and she left. And everyone was happy. Yes, everyone was happy. Dude, And I this... put, I'm so happy this is not WWE is what I wrote. <laughs> because this is WWE. She'd come out, she'd get her ass kicked, she'd lose, and then someone would come out and beat her up afterwards, too. Yeah. Because WB is stupid. Well, well, she'd get beaten up afterwards, and then that person would go away, and then another person would come and beat them up, and they'd go away. And, and they rub, like, poo on her face or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At this point, she's, like, she's like got, like, 16 broken ribs and, like, almost dead. Yeah. So, uh, I, uh, I won this one. 20 points for Dave. So we're tied again. Yeah. Fuck. So, the next note I have is, this is a note overall about the show, which is something I don't like and I like. I do not like... That they do not always have the show on the Tron. They do that in WWE. In, a, they, yes. in WWE, they used to always have it on the whole time, and they stopped doing it. And I think that's dumb. And here they don't, and I think it's dumb. However, I do like how anytime the match goes outside, they always put it on the Tron when it's outside. I noticed every outside single time where? the match went outside the ring, oh, anywhere okay. outside the ring, just on the outside, they put it up on the Tron. I'm like, that's nice. Cool. That's cool for people that can't see what's going on because it's on the ring. So I do like that. At least they do that. Um, I, this is not at fault AEW, but like from where I was sitting, so there's like the Jumbotron hanging down in front of me, but there, it's only two sided. It was not a four sided Jumbotron. So I could not see the, 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 the big one that hangs down in the middle, but I could see the four little ones like on each side of the stage and the one above the stage, two above the stage. Um, but they were kind of small still. But uh, I, w- I wish that, that there would have been another bigger one facing yeah. me. Or, like, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, though, that's the arena setup. Yeah, yeah. I can't blame AEW for that. Okay, the next note I have just says Brandy is retarded. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, I get, I, like, that was who she was feuding with, right? Who? Like, Brandy was feuding with uh, um, Britt. Before the Battle Royal and everything, right? Weren't they, like, pissed at each other and they had a thing? I don't even remember, dude. I think, I'm pretty, uh, Tito, I was like, is that? And he's like, yeah. So I'm pretty sure they were feuding before that, but, like, this hasn't been brought up in months and right, months. Right, right. And I, what the fuck was she doing? Just, like, hissing at her. I was She's, like, what the fuck? Dude, it, it, was, it was barely any better whenever I rewatched it. I'm really? Like, I'm like, like, so, basically, I'm going to do it to you and you can kind of describe I wonder if I'm going to get mad like I did when I watched it. This is awkward. Right? So that's what that's what kinda happened. Like she was so mad. She was like like I don't know, pointing like she was yeah, like doing has something. her like trying to force choke her or something. She was so mad that this like <laughs> random enhancement talent came in and lost to Britt Baker. Yeah, I like it I'm, was so stupid. I have no like if I would have like if you would have set something up earlier in the show where like she was talking backstage like, hey, you need to kick Britt like Baker's ass. Like, remember a month ago when I hated her? I still hate her now, so you need to beat her. Like, whatever. It's dumb, but at least it's something. Yeah. It's something. It's so- Like, I would know what's going on. I have 
No idea what's going on. Now, could they possibly follow up and do something like, like, interesting? Maybe, but like, you're not really giving me a good start here. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I have no idea what it is, but I just don't want Brandy to do anything but look hot and be a valet. I do not enjoy her. I don't like I, her I, promos. I don't like her matches. I just do not like her. I want her to be more of like a motherly figure to like the wrestlers. I don't want her to That's be fine. Yeah, I don't want her to be like. Yeah, what you're saying, like heel, like the the heel uh, authority figure. Authority figure. I've been bitching about it forever. Are you finally coming around? You're not liking it too? Please, please come around. I mean, after this, I've like, <laughs> like <laughs> what like, the fuck was it? Like, how can I like it now? I, like, I, mean, I guess they could, but like, I I don't I don't know yeah. what the fuck's happening. All right, next up we have the main event: John Moxley versus Pac. All now, right. this is where I take the lead. Now, let me just say, and when this match starts, I'm like. This sucks. Yes. I was like, I, I'm not going to either one of these people. So the only way I can benefit is if this is a draw. And it's not well, the points be would still carry over next week. Like if you, you yeah, can make yeah, up yeah. Your but I, like, I still want to be winning. So I'm like, this needs to be a draw. I was like, this fucking sucks. I was like, well, I'm fucked. Are we changing biweekly or weekly? Biweekly. Or, well, I guess yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. we're starting over biweekly. We're keeping the same people, but we're starting. Ch- belt the belt can change yes, biweekly. So as it starts, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. I don't get either one. This fucking sucks. So. The match is going on, and it's a, it's a match. So I'll just give my perspective on this. So I'm watching it, and it's a good match. I'm enjoying it. And, and they, they mention, as they've done every episode so far, that it's uh, this match is scheduled for one fall with TV time remaining. So as I'm watching it, they're, like, counting down, and I'm like, oh, wait, like, if TV time runs out, then it's going to be a draw. I was like, oh, this could be great. And I'm like getting really into it, right? And fucking, I'm watching it, and like, they're like two minutes. I'm like, and they're like, one minute. I'm like, I was like, oh, God, there's no way. And then it ends in a draw, and I'm not exaggerating. I go, Gable gets no points. I screamed it out. I'm not even kidding. And, and now I'm like, the people are just like, what the fuck? I screamed out. I was like, Gable gets no points. I was so fucking happy. <laughs> in the draw, and you got no points. I was ecstatic. It was great. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. No, 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 that's not, that's not necessary. Okay. Um, but I was really happy. So, other than that, like, it was, it was a good match and I enjoyed it. But, I, and you you asked me, you texted me too, you're like, what do you, what do you think of the draw? Yeah, I, I didn't even care about, like, the points things. I just wanted to know what you thought of the Dude, show. Other than the fact that I was super happy that it was drawn because of that, I have never seen a show end in a draw because the TV time ran out. And I think it is insanely cool. Yeah. I love the idea. I absolutely love the idea that it's a realistic. Lot, a lot of people, a lot of people were turned off by it, but and like, they can all go fuck themselves. Yeah, I thought well, it was really cool. The perspective we're getting from Brian Alvarez, the 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 god himself, yeah, um, the king of hyperbole. I love Brian Alvarez, by the yes, way. Yes, yes. Um, the perspective we're getting from him is that he liked it, but he doesn't think a modern wrestling fan will understand it because they've been so. Accustomed by WWE to think like draws are bad. Oh well, here's the thing. I mean, I get what he's saying. Or, like uh, trained by WWE. I like that it makes it seem real. It does. Like, why does like how come the match always just happens to end right when the show's going off the air? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it set pre- it sets precedence that you don't always know that there's going to be like I think it's so great. It made me so happy. It's going to make like time limits going yeah. forward. Like and, it, it, it makes time limits mean something, exactly. and especially whenever like. 
they did it too where he did the move and he pinned him with like uh you know 30 seconds left you're like oh shit is he gonna get it it was so cool i loved it so i'm I guessing he doesn't really have like a finishing finish like a protected finisher then because if he's doing his his paradigm shift and it's getting kicked out. Well, it was productive because he didn't pin him right away. I don't know if you remember, but he did it and he laid there. Oh yeah. He had to crawl over okay. and he crawled and crawled and he finally got there. So he kicked out because, but it was like a while. That makes sense. Yeah. But that yeah, was a good match. Now that that left it at a tie. So Gable and I are still currently tied after this week. Ninety to ninety, ninety <sighs> points to ninety points. Cock. Yeah. But this doesn't include what we're going to see on dark. How do pay per views affect it, or they don't? We can have them do it. We'll have them affect it. I mean, like, if it's a week that... Whatever the pay-per-view is, it'll count for the previous, like, show. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, like, for example, this 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 Wednesday is the second week, right? So after this Wednesday, it's up and we see who the winner is. If Full Gear was that Sunday, we just do it after Full Gear. Okay. So we'll just have the pay-per-view count for that week. I, I, I like that idea. So that was the show. But then we had AEW Dark. Yes. Yes. First match we had was uh, Penelope Ford versus Sadie Gibbs versus Ali versus Emi Sakura in a four-way. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you have in this match? Uh, I had two and you had two. I had Sadie Gibbs and Emi Sakura and you had Ali and Ali, Ali and Ford. Ali. Ali. Ali and Ford. My name's Ali! Cool, dude. She yells. Does she? Yeah. I like it. I don't remember who won. I do. But we're not talking about that, remember? Yeah. What was the dark match before the show? Uh, QT Johnson and... Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss. Versus... Uh, the... Peter Avalon. No, yeah. it, was, it was a Sunny Kiss and It was QT Dustin. and Librarian versus Sunny Kiss and Dustin. Yes. Okay. All right. I love Dustin. Dustin looks so cool. Dude, when Dustin comes out, he looks like fucking like Darth Maul or some shit. Yeah, he does look cool. He's so cool. Dude. So, yeah, we had that match. Um, You didn't hear it, but the fans were being fucking dickheads in this match. And it made me mad. Really? Yeah. There was like two sections over for me. Like, there was a part where people were chanting, um, fight for never. I mean, there was a couple spots I got missed, but it wasn't a big deal. Dude, I had people fucking chanting. Oh, what were they chanting? Uh, they, I don't know, they were chanting stupid WWE stuff, and I'm like, dude, dude, there, there was a guy right behind me, right behind me. They kept chanting like Roman. Right, he was he was being a dick. Yeah, he, like he had a fucking um an AEW shirt on. He was just trying to be fucking funny yeah. the whole show, and he didn't do it constantly, but like. Probably a dozen times I do something. No one fucking thought it was funny, and no one like cared. And he was just being annoying. Yeah, there was like a group of like three or four guys who are, they're all like they, they seem to be friends because they're all sitting next to each other. They're all chanting stupid like WWE shit. I'm like, dude, like everyone around you thinks you're stupid. It's yeah. not funny. Yeah, but these people it, were it, just it, like they were just disrespecting the women, which made me mad. Like, oh, yeah. and, and, like, whenever there were, like, three minutes left, they all, like, cheered. I'm like, fuck off. It made me so mad. Yeah, I really appreciate when Britt Baker, because Britt Baker can tell when, like, the crowd's starting, like, like when, like, die off. And she's not the only one who does this, but I really, I, I notice when she does it, she'll notice the, fa- notice the fans starting to lose attention, and she'll try to, get, like, she'll stand, like, on the apron. Try and to, like, get pump them, them up. Yeah. It's smart. All right, so, 
Then they had the last match, which was Jack Evans versus Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen. This match was this might be my favorite match of the show. It was really I just, fucking. I good. just thought about something. Not that. Not that. You fucking. I'm dick. sorry. It, 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 it's from something we talked about. You know how they put Adam Cole in that one picture. I think I think that was a rebuttal to whenever they were showing like a highlight reel for uh, I think Tegan Knox or something and had I want to say it was Tegan Knox I can't remember, I can't remember who it was it was someone on NXT they were showing a reel for and they they should like uh, fucking Britt Baker getting getting wrecked on like a pile driver or something really yeah it was what did Adam Cole do in this thing he just it was just a picture uh, maybe you may be reading into this too much. Well, they they should they should fucking Britt Baker on there getting destroyed, and then they they also showed that on AEW oh, in rebuttal AEW showed like, hey, we uh we have someone who fucks your champion. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. They did show this, but I don't know that it was on purpose. They should show like like home videos between Britt Baker and Adam Cole. You should be the director of Loose like Change porn. too. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> I was like, what is that? I'm trying to remember the name. It sounded familiar. Yeah. Anyway, Jack Evans versus Jimmy Hyber versus Darby Allen. This, this wick- match was amazing. A wicked match. This match was amazing. Um, there was a fucking spot where they fucking... They took two chairs and opened them and had them on their sides. Oh my god, dude. Dude. I could not believe they did this. He fucking laid... Jack Evans laid someone on there. It might have been Havoc and did a fucking 450 onto the chairs. Laying on two chairs Dude, sideways. I was like, holy fuck. There's another spot where they took the table and they put it in the corner on the ropes, on the second ropes. So it's kind of like there, a little bouncy on the ropes. And fucking, I think it was Havoc and Evans, right? Yeah. They're on the top rope. Oh, yeah. Havoc gave him a fucking pile Dude. driver off the top Dude. rope through the fucking table. Oh, my God. Just thinking about how insane that was. That it was, was insane. Nuts. It was nuts. And, I, and we obviously, we'll not give away the finish, but it was a great match. Dude, Darby Allen is over as fuck. Yeah. People wear his face paint. Dude, people fucking they, love there him. There were so many fucking yeah. Darby Allen face masks out. Dude, people love Darby Allen. Especially, dude, Halloween, it's his time. Yeah. It's a good point. It's his fucking time to point. shine. So then, I, I wish I would have recorded this, but I didn't. I usually record the post match stuff. But afterwards, uh, Cody and the Bucks came out, and they were there for, I don't know, saw 10 to 15 minutes just giving everything away. Yeah. Get, the, the giving away all the, the gimmick stuff that Matt was wearing that Nick made him wear, throwing it off to the yeah. crowd, threw pieces of the That's table out there. If you ever go to an AEW show, stick around to the yeah. end. They I'm come cur- out and they talk to the I'm fans. I'm sure they did in DC if they did anything. <laughs> and, it, it, dude, just think about it. It, at AEW, they they come out and talk to the fans and give out a bunch of free shit. At SmackDown, they turn the lights off and tell you to get out yeah. with like three fucking promised stars short. Yeah, or they just in the show and everyone's pissed off and booing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they they gave away a chair. That was so cool. To get, I would have been so cool to get the chair. They gave away a chair. They, they gave away so much shit, dude. They gave away one of the turnbuckle pads. At, Sma- <laughs> at SmackDown, they promised Steve Austin and he never showed up. And- yeah, it's pretty cool. So it was really cool. Uh, yeah, so that was, that was sweet. So it was a great show. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, we're going to Charleston next week. We are really excited because they announced a crossover promotion with Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, one of our favorite show, one of my favorite shows. Dude. I thought my favorite cartoon what, what, right now. It was so weird when I was. I, I this is the second day in a row I wore this pen. Like yesterday, I, I'm sitting there on my phone reading, reading like what's new on Twitter, and I see that. 
and I'm like, dude, I'm wearing a Rick and Morty watch right now, and I'm wearing an AEW pin. It's meant like, to be. it was, this was meant for me. Remember a while ago, you theorized, I wonder if they can, like, bring the shirt back since, like, the same company owns I it. have been saying this for yeah. weeks. You said this. Maybe months. And then uh, someone tweeted either Nick or Matt, and they were like, hey, can this shirt come back? And then, it's, and then they retweeted an emoji with their fingers crossed, so... Be cool if the shirts come back. Yeah, but they're going to be giving away. Cody said they're going to be giving away Rick and Morty masks to everyone at the show. Nick and Dude, Maddie. it's going to be fucking sweet. Nick and Maddie shirts. Uh, it's going to be. So, I'm so glad we're going to this show. Yeah, I'm so glad we're going to this one. I bet they have like some sort of Rick and Morty thing on the Tron, like a cartoon thing for the yeah. show. Dude, I think it'd be really cool if they set up like a like a a, a screen or. I guess right where the the entrance things yeah, are. Yeah, one of their like entrance tunnels. Yeah, and they set up like a like a portal, and everyone comes out of the portal. That'd be really cool. Or anyone, it doesn't have to be everyone. If one person does this, if one single person does this, I will be content. One. I'm predicting it will be the Jacksons. Makes sense, dude. What if they came out in those shirts and that was the announcement that they were going to sell? Oh again? my god. Wait. So, question. What was the announcement? That, yeah, I don't know. Cody was gonna make. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- this frustrated me. You seem pretty frustrated. Well, you you say you're gonna make a big announcement, and then you yeah. come out to make it. Like I get it, you got in a fight. Well, I guess he couldn't make the announcement because they said he got detained. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they announced that in the arena, but they they said on TNT that. Uh, he is in a that that Cody Rhodes was in a holding cell. They did not say that at the arena. Yeah, it's interesting. On on Pitt University campus or whatever. So these are all the people I'm going to be meeting at Starcast. You ready, Gable? I bought them all. Are you going to watch NXT? No. Ever? No. Dude, what about the Hulu ones? They're short. No. Peter Avalon. Yeah. Aubrey Edwards. Sean Spears, the Young Bucks, Santana and Ortiz, Cody and Brandy. Taz, Orange Cassidy, and Riho. Me, Taz? Have you ever met Taz before? No. He's going to sign a figure. That's <coughs> pretty and, cool. And I'm, I'm still contemplating MJF for 75 bucks after that half off. Just do it. I'm probably this, going to. This could be the best you get get him for. Yeah. I'm probably going to do it. Yeah, I can't believe people love that Tower of Doom spot so much. They're retarded. If, okay, so Dominic Dick, Dickadovadick, or whatever Dick his name, Dick. Keith Lee and Roderick Strong do this Tower of Doom spot. This is a suplex and then a power bomb from the yeah, third guy. But, like, they the fucking corner. fall over before it's, like, like, very dramatic. No, it's no, it's my ringtone. Oh, okay. They, they fall over. Before they can even complete the spot. And everyone on the fucking NXT live thread on Reddit are just like fucking like jerking their dicks to it. And I'm just like, because someone said it was cool. And I'm like, it was? Question mark. And this, this fucking set off so many people that I, that I did not agree that this looked cool. Because it was blatantly a botch. There have been so many times where we've, like when we used to review like matches... Where I was like, dude, I'm so tired of these stupid big corner spots. It's the same thing, and it's boring and dumb. Yeah. It was the same thing, except fucked up. Dude, someone... Like, it was no different. Someone said it was one of the better fucking... The, the better Tower of Doom spots that they've ever seen. And I, like, I... It's I a just, Tower of Doom spot. Who cares? I, I, dude, when, 
from the rest of the stuff the dude said, I'm like, there, I, there's no point in arguing with him because he's just blatantly going to, like, he's just say whatever just to convince himself he's right. But, like, if that is the best Tower of Doom spot you've ever seen, I never want to see a Tower of Doom spot ever, ever performed, ever. That was dumb. Yeah. That was dumb. It was, it was my small rant of the week. The NXT show was actually really good, though. Really? Yeah. Balor turned heel. Unfortunately, AEW went under a million viewers for the first time. Yeah. There's still like 900 some everyone, thousand. The everyone, NXT is 600 some everyone thousand. Everyone said it that they, they were going to hurt this week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You, well, you haven't been listening to the last few shows. They're like, oh, brace yourselves for this week. They're going to be real low. It's still beat NXT by a significant margin. That's all I care about. They tripled like the 18 to 49 and they quadrupled the 18 to like 25 or something like dude even if like AEW's numbers for the first couple years aren't like super high the fact that they're getting viewers that are gonna stay is what matters in fucking 20 years when NXT fans are dead cause they're fucking 50 and 60 <coughs> yeah like AEW fans are gonna be alive still I really hope AEW stays long like they're working long. like on they're, they're doing good with the long term stuff that's what matters well, yeah, I mean, look at their their talents all really young. Yeah, dude, the people running it are like younger than me. Yeah, dude, the people young running it are running it are younger than like the fucking some of the dudes in NXT who are like their superstars. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <coughs> like I don't know, like a lot of people are complaining about how green the talent is at, at AEW, and I'm just like, like I mean, yeah, because they're all fucking dudes, and they're like early 20s like the NXT guys are in their mid to late 30s it, the the main roster guys are like almost like pushing 45 to 50 yeah that's it we're done yeah lights out bitch alright everyone make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter at BreakerBS1 and then on Instagram at BreakerBS and make sure you listen to all of our shows listen to our draft episode and you can now you know who has who Gable should listen to it too, apparently. I had a list, I just didn't reference it at all during the show. Makes sense. Well, it'd be easy when we watch it together because I'll have the list too. Yeah. I can just tell you. I can just go based off your reactions. <laughs> well, he's so happy. I must be fucked. At, uh, at Breakroom BS. Yeah, I did all this already. One. All right, bye. Yeah, see ya.